Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we are jumping into college football preview talk. I could not be more excited. I, I Look, it's June. We it's, are, it's early June. It's early June. We are pre-recording this, by the way. So we're, we're going to get all the conferences taken care of. We're doing the, the smaller conferences right now. Uh, today. No offense to those conferences. Exactly. Today we're doing the MAC. So we'll start out with the MAC East. Next episode will be uh, the MAC West. And then we'll just go on from there. And, and what next? Uh, Conference USA, I think. Conference USA. We'll Conference USA after that. Uh, and then after that, Sun Belt and so forth and so on. So we'll, uh, we'll let you know what the schedule looks like. But uh, today, MAC East. We're knocking this thing out. The show, as always, brought to you by betnow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50. They will give you a 50% deposit bonus. Go check it out for yourself. Great layout. Great sports book. Uh, they've treated us well. They will treat you well. I'm telling you, it's a good thing. Go check it out for yourself. Let's jump into this thing. Oh, wait, by the way, subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever. Share it out. We appreciate yeah. it. All those wonderful things. You know how this thing goes. You can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. I'm at Gary WCE. I'm at Chris B. Giannini. You can also get us on Facebook or basically anywhere. Like we're we're all over the place. Go to winningcureseverything.com. It'll tell you everything you need to know. Let's jump into the very first team. Who you got? The Akron Zips. All right, so we're going alphabetical order. We're going alphabetical in the Mac East. Perfect. Akron, they won the East in 2017. They won at Northwestern early in 2018. They kind of tailed off last year, fired Terry Bowden. They're bringing in new coach Tom Arth. He's only 37. Spent the last two years at UT Chattanooga, absolutely turning that thing around. Uh, The guy knows how to coach, but it may take a little bit here. The offense. This is not a program that you can just walk in the door and flip a switch and say, okay. No, it, you know what's That's crazy? Right. Like they they went four and eight last year, but they won at Northwestern. I mean, that happens. Northwestern coming off a couple big wins, just and, just big letdown. Game. Yeah, it that was happens. A, it was a big letdown. And their turnovers were the. I mean, it was humongous play. So, very so we fluky. Had, we had this. This is kind of an overarching Mac conversation that we had before starting. Turning the cameras on. I like betting the Mac when they go play these big teams, when they go to the Big Ten, when they go to the ACC, when they go to the SEC, because I feel like history shows they win a lot of these games. Now, you kind of pulled some records, and maybe they don't win as many as I thought they win, but I think they cover a lot of them because a lot of these losses were you know, last-second field goals or one- or two-point games. I think the Mac, the the top, there's definitely the haves and the have-nots in this conference like every other. The top of the MAC, I think they hang with big teams better than a lot of these lesser conferences. Yeah, I think I agree with you. You think they're the I, I best think, yeah. of all the, the lesser conferences? I don't know about the best. So you've got uh, the Power Six. You got, I mean, you got the Power Six. I'm not, so, yeah, I'm not well, giving the – the American is, is better than the MAC. <laughs> but outside of the American – you think uh, they're the next think, best conference? I don't know. I mean, the Sun Belt, I think, has been really good. Conference USA has had some really good teams. Uh, as far as, like, hanging with teams from, you know, up north, from, like, the Big Ten and whatnot, yeah, the Mac's done a pretty good job holding their own. But I don't know that I'd call them the best. You know, I, I think okay. App State and Louisiana and UAB and that bunch, like, oh, okay. between you, Conference USA and the Sun Belt, like, I think that's 
I, I think I'll have to wait until we get into the Sun Belt stuff. Conference USA, I'll give you some. There's some contenders at the top. Yeah. But outside of those contenders at the top in the, in, in the Conference USA, it it goes quickly. Yeah. I mean, it, you got your North Texas and, and whatever, but after that, yeah, it, it goes quickly. You're right. So Sorry. on to Akron. Back to Akron. Uh, offense returns quarterback Cato Nelson and six other starters. So they got seven returning starters on offense, three on defense. Uh, the problem with the offense, even though they returned seven starters, Finished number 127 in total offense last year. Yeah. Uh, the defense kept them in most games last year, but they only got three guys coming back. They do have a little bit of experience, but the defense is what kind of held them into games. Went four and eight last year, two and six. Like, I see a, a drop off. It's going to take Arth a little while. He is from uh, that area. He's from Ohio. That's right. Uh, Did yes, he play at Akron? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay. Don't believe so. Um, but yeah, I, I've got them going two and ten this year. Me too. I think this is kind of a year zero thing where it's you got to rebuild from what Terry Bowden left and jump in after that. That's right. right. I do think that the the players that are that are on the the team today will play better this year than next year. I just don't know a that they got the dudes to con, to compete, and then also it's just going to take time to learn a new system, new scheme. Surely he's coming in and changing a lot. Yeah, especially offensively, right? We yeah. we think he's definitely got to change things there. You got that right. Okay. All right, so I've got two and ten. What did would you I got, have? I got two and ten as well. Okay, two um, and six in conference. Yeah, that's exactly both, what both I their got. wins come at the bottom of the conference. You got that right. Got uh, next up, Bowling Green Falcons went three and nine last year, two and six in the MAC. They returned six starters on offense, three on defense. Mike Jinks, he went seven and twenty one in three years. Uh, look, this was just. What they did to hire Mike Jinks, let's just get on that to begin with. Bad on bad. They decided that they were going to go and hire somebody that had something to do with Texas Tech. And it didn't matter if he had even stepped foot anywhere near Bowling Green. Like it, So they go and they get Mike Jinks, who had no idea what he was stepping into. I mean, he was like a running back coach. Like it. Which, what did they do at Texas Tech, right? Like, it's whatever. But this guy couldn't get anything done up there, and it's not necessarily his fault. It was just a really bad fit. And after they decide to fire him because it's a bad fit, they hire Scott Leffler, journeyman offensive coordinator. He was most recently at Boston College. Uh, yeah, he's done okay with some quarterbacks here and there, but for the most part, like, he's just a... It, he's he's not overwhelming, and that's not his offense at BC, by the way. No, he's he's, he's not super impressive yeah, by any I, means. I'm not the. This is one of those situations where you hire the coordinator that coaches under the genius. Yes, like he this this ain't his offense. Okay, maybe no. he learned. But do you think that's what they're trying to do? They're just trying to find somebody that's in a scheme that they like. Well, I think and no, no, saying, no, no. I maybe think they, you've learned something from this scheme, so we'll take you. Well, they, I think what they did was Jinx was like super inexperienced. And maybe not ready to be a head coach. So they went and got like a bunch of guys that had a ton of experience, even if it wasn't impressive. Right? <laughs> okay. So so Leffler, like his big thing at Bowling Green right now is he's got to fix this defense. They gave up 40 points per game in 2018. So first they bring in one of the Pelini brothers. But then he leaves to go coach with his brother <laughs> I was somewhere just about else. About to say he's there for um, five minutes. But but then to fix this defense that gave up 40 points a game. At Bowling Green, which you can understand giving up 40 points a game at Bowling Green, right? right? I do understand. 
They bring in Brian Van Gorder, who gave up 44 points per game at Louisville. Nice. So I see you're 40, and I raise, I raise you. you. <laughs> I raise you 44. Uh, the offense and defense both ranked number 106 in the country last year. Um, the offense looked like there might be some cool pieces to work with, right? Uh, but Jared Dagey, I believe that's how you say it, he transferred to West Virginia. That was the main piece that was that you were going to have to work around, and now you don't even have that. Like he's gone to, to join that's Neil Brown. Right. Um, running back Andrew Clare, he's running behind three returning offensive linemen. That's good, but this is a major rebuild. But you said it's good. So when teams are really bad and they're returning a bunch of dudes, like I don't know that that's a good thing. Yeah. Those guys weren't good last year, and we have coaching dysfunction. Are they getting better? And you've at least got like some senior, like some upper class. Okay, they're right? more mature. Okay, now I'll agree with that. They're more mature, which is a big thing, and and they're probably another year of playing and working out, so they might be bigger, stronger, faster. I'll give you that. It it's tough, man. It's hard. So I've got I've got family and friends from the Louisville area, and a lot of those people, some of those friends, couldn't get into Louisville, so they went to Bowling Green, and they live in the Bowling Green area. It's nice. I. I've got a lot of family from the Kentucky area. Yeah. And it's sad to see this team go kind of the way they are, but, but I don't know that this yeah. year's going to be much better than last. No, you're, you're right about that. What so, do you got? I got them at, and so they went three and nine last year. I got them one and 11. And like, this is what, the fifth or sixth best team in Ohio right now? I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, how many teams are in Ohio? They, they might be last. Like, they're way down the list. Yeah. And, I'm one and eleven, zero and eight in conference. Okay, I've got them one and seven in conference and two and ten. Uh, okay, I can, I can found get that. a W somewhere. Home game. That's, I just find I don't, something to fight for. I don't trust this coaching staff for anything, like at all. Uh, let's move on. Next one, the Buffalo Bulls, ten and four last year, seven and one in conference. Lost to Northern Illinois in the MAC championship game. They got five offensive starters returning, two. Coming back on defense, Lance Leopold, head coach, 23-27 and 27 in four years. Now, check this out. He's 132-33 and 33 in 12 years as a head coach. So, he was at Whitewater. Um, he does know how to coach. He, right. In this conference, he has a major coaching advantage. Uh, he loses quarterback Tyree Jackson and wide receiver Anthony Johnson to the NFL. But they're bringing back four offensive linemen and a stud running back. Stud running back. Jerry Patterson is going to be... Um, really, really, really good, and the bulk of the O line yeah. is there. That so the you're, you're returning you're returning the the core, and now you've just got the skill positions around it that you that you really need. To now push. you know how you maybe you're not. I feel about the wide receiver position. I I think that it's a revolving door. Like yeah. just find another guy. There's so many kids out there that never even get into college that are just lightning fast, teeth yeah. and run routes. You'll be fine. Quarterback is the Biggest question mark for Bowling Green or for for Buffalo going forward to say can they compete for the MAC again? The defense has a ton of experience, yep, but only two returning starters. Uh, one of them is a sophomore. That's uh, middle linebacker James Patterson. They got a much tougher schedule this year. Uh, I mean, starting out at Penn State, at Liberty, Temple. This to me looks like a transition year. I'm going five and seven, four and four in conference. Okay, so I I like this team a little bit, but I don't like them a lot. I got them going eight and four, 
And I think you're right. I think it's going to be a tough road to hoe, and they they could lose four games straight. Yeah. The the kicker's going to be. I definitely think they're going to lose three games straight to start the season. And the problem is, is can you get out of that? If they get out of that, I do think they can win some games in the MAC and they can take back over the 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 being one of the strongest teams in this conference. The one thing I'm afraid of with my eight and four record going more your way is if that losing becomes habitual, if you get the just kind of see the character of the players and finger pointing and or the coaching staff not having a quarterback that they trust. And okay, it didn't yeah. work this game, so now we're going to somebody else. And now we're going and now by the time you get in the league play, you have no no cohesion in the offense. Or or things it, of that nature. Injury. Or injury. That, that's right. Any, anything injury. can happen. Because you're playing some tough teams. Yeah. I mean, you're, these are not. The, the schedule does not C- set up. Cincinnati easy. is not a soft team. We've talked about how I feel about the, the American. And and Temple, same thing. Temple might not be a great team, but Temple is a tough team. Well, here's, so, so they open up Robert Morris. They've got at Penn State, at Liberty, Temple, at Miami of Ohio, and then Ohio. So they open up. I'm looking at like one and five right off the bat. Right off the bat. That but then would got, not shock me. Then you've got at Akron, Central Michigan, at Eastern Michigan, a bye at Kent State, Toledo, and Bowling Green. So like you got a bunch of winnable stuff on the back end. It's just on that front end, like once you get into conference it's play. It's, and, and you play the two toughest teams you're going to play in conference as soon as you get through that non-conference gauntlet. Yeah. It's I, Miami, Ohio, and Ohio. And I just think flip a coin. I think they can win one of those games. They're not going to – just can't see them starting the season off winning that first game against Cupcake and then losing to five, everybody else. Five straight losses, just just hard. It's yeah, if it's they difficult. come out of there with four losses, I think they can run the table after that. I you, really do. You might be right, but you're right. They got to stay healthy and and they they can't lose focus. If you think your guy's the guy early and he gets beat up by these bigger, better teams than you, you can't lose focus on that guy. No, you're right. You're right. All right, let's jump into Kent State. Two and ten last year. One and seven. They return eight starters on offense, five on defense. Head coach Sean Lewis. He was offensive assistant, OC under Dino Babers for four years. Uh, improved basically every offensive statistic last year. I was just about to say they got better across the board. Yeah, marginally too. Oh, only I mean, it, only like, won two games last year, but you could see that the team was improving. Yep. Uh, quarterback Woody Barrett leads eight returning starters on offense. In 2016 and 2017, they only brought in three three-stars. In two years in recruiting, three three-stars. Everybody else was a two-star or lower. In Lewis's first two classes, brought in 22 three-stars. At Like, I'm telling you. And, and then two three-star transfers, so yep. a 24. Like, at the defense, that was the major issue last year. Number 117 in total D last season. Uh, I guess the good news is that all 11 of the starters are upperclassmen. They, they got seven seniors and four juniors projected to, uh, to, to run out the, uh, the starting lineup on the defense. I, the schedule is difficult to me. Um, when you look at what they got to go through, I mean, you open up at Arizona State and then Kennesaw State, like for a defense that's trying to figure things out. Yeah. Kennesaw State runs that triple option. Man, they are it I love Kennesaw State. Well, I love that, Kennesaw State. You, you you know how we feel about those triple option teams. Yeah. For non conference games, especially, you don't play them. You might play them once every decade. How do you how do you game plan for that in a week? 
that you you can't. You just can't, I mean, especially when you're not good at defense already. Exactly. So it, aside from that, you've got at Arizona State, Kennesaw State, at Auburn, then you get Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. You got your your conference cupcake. Yep. Uh, then you've got at Wisconsin, at Akron, at Ohio. You got it's, Miami, Ohio coming in. It's, it's at a rough Toledo. Start. It's a really rough start. Buffalo, really rough Ball State, and at Eastern Michigan. So you could see this team get even significantly yep. better and still lose a lot of games. I've still got them going two and ten. Okay, so I've got them four and eight. I think I think they're gonna get better. I think they're gonna win a couple of coin flip games against teams that they probably should lose to, but it's it's not gonna be easy. And a lot of this is just putting a lot of stock in in Sean Lewis. I, yeah. I I saw what he did for that team last year. There's some excitement. There's some fire in that guy. Yeah. No, I, I do agree with that. Uh, let's see. Last two. Let's move on. Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks. Went six and six last year, six and two. They returned four starters on offense, five on defense. They lost two games by one point last year. If they had won those, they would have made a bowl game. They got left at home last year. They're replacing three of four leading rushers and all of the quarterbacks that threw every pass. I was just about to say everybody on in the roster 2017 and uh, all their backfield. Now, but here's the thing: they finished number ninety-four in total offense. So even though you're losing all those guys, you weren't great with them anyway, right? Uh, they were number 44 in total defense. They only bring back five starters, but there is experience coming back. Like It's not like these guys haven't played. So it, it's a tough schedule, at which a lot of these have got really difficult schedules. It feels well, well, like. That's what the MAC does, though. Yeah. They go out of conference, and they go to the Big Ten. They go to the ACC. They go to the SEC, and they say, we'll play you. We'll take you, check. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and this then they'll year, give you a fight. Like here, Here's the deal. They, they open up at Iowa. Then they got Tennessee Tech, so you got your cupcake in, yep. but then you go to Cincinnati, to Ohio State to open up with. And then you still got at Kent State, at Ohio, at Ball State, uh, at Western Michigan. You got Northern Illinois at home. You got Bowling Green at home. You got Akron at home. You got Buffalo at home. Like You, you got some wins that you can get in there. The, the but, road schedule outside whew. of the, the non-conference tough games, the road schedule is not very difficult in conference. No. That's the one saving grace for them is all of the really hard in-conference games are at home. Yeah. yeah, M- you're right. most, most of their tough games where they'll be a underdog to on a neutral site field, they're all at home, which means that number gets a little smaller. You got a better chance to win those games. Last year went 6-6, six and six, went 6-2 six and two in conference. I've got them 5-7 and seven this year, 4-4 four and four in conference. Okay. So I've got them still 6-6. Six and six. I got them 5-3. and three. I got a couple of those, like I said, those teams that I think are better than them. Yeah. They just play so many of them at home. You're just not going to lose all your home games. Yeah. You look at their home schedule, and, I mean, and, they, and so, see it, most all of those games are going to be favored. Like in a neutral site field, they'd be favored over. I've got them, be favored I've got them beating them. Buffalo. I've got them beating Northern Illinois. Uh, so those, are two, those are two good teams. That's yeah, I've, I've got them beating Bowling Green, beating Akron, but then I've got them losing – at Ball State, at Ohio, at Kent State, at Western Michigan, uh, I think it, this is—it's a tough draw. It's a, all of them got tough draws, but That's right. uh, let's close out with this: the Ohio Bobcats. I cannot believe we don't talk to each other before we do any of this stuff. We just say we're doing this, and, and then, then we, we show up it. with our own notes. And I and, can't—I cannot believe we both had this team exactly the same. Went nine and four last year. Went six and two in the conference. Missed out on the MAC championship game again. It's been years since they've actually won this division. 
They got four starters returning on offense, seven on defense. Started three and three last year, but finished six and one in their last seven to go nine and four. Solich, 106 and 74 at Ohio. He's been there for 14 years. He's actually better in his 70s than he was in his 60s. I was just about to say, 5th, 2014, they have just substantially gotten better and better and better. And so, and even they they only bring four guys back on offense, but one of those guys, senior quarterback Nathan Rourke. Leadership, uh, man. He fits Tim Aubin's weird flex option offense kind of thing perfectly. Uh, He may be the best player in the MAC. Oh, I think so. Um, I've, before now we're doing this early June, but but from what we know about the teams coming back, unless there's some underclassman that's getting the start that we didn't see that was hidden behind death chart or a freshman that breaks out, I I don't know anybody that played a lot last year that's going to be better than him. Uh, you you're probably right. They now they lose a ton of experience at wide receiver and running back, but the offensive line all upperclassmen. I'll, I'll take I'll it's, take a quarterback and an O line. You know that. That's yeah. how you build teams. Those other guys, we can find them. Yeah. We can find them. Uh, figure it out. Number 64 in total defense last year. Uh, it was the weaker of the two units, obviously. I mean, the offense was but 64 in the nation out uh, in the MAC is not bad. That's not bad. They, they've also got seven starters back on defense. So you're going to keep progressing there. And if you can keep the offense up around where it was, I think it was number 16 in total offense last year. You keep that offense up there. Uh, look, they went nine and four. Six and two in the MAC last year. I got them ten and two this year. Eight and zero in the MAC. I think exact, the schedule sets up exact perfectly. same record. Eight and zero in the MAC. Ten and two. And I really wanted to give them one of those non-conference upsets. I I think it, one of these MAC teams are going to do it. Like at Pitt or so I've got them. If the only two losses it, I've right. got are at Pitt and at Louisiana, which yeah. it could easily be at Marshall, and they could win at Louisiana. At Louisiana. That's right. I think if they go in to Pitt. And beat them. It wouldn't shock me. It just wouldn't. And that's not a knock on pit. These MAC teams going to other Midwestern towns and playing does not scare these guys. No, not in the slightest. Just, it just doesn't. I, I think Pitt has more talent. Uh, natural. I. I but they're a just a different class of program being in uh, a bigger conference. With you know that we talk about the money difference of the the Power Five and what they get. Yeah. It's just you can't. It's immeasurable how to define the difference in the smaller conferences and the bigger conferences. Yeah. The advantages the bigger conferences have. But it it doesn't stop a lot of these teams. I'll tell you this. I'll be interested to see what that line is come game time. Yeah. And I'll I'll probably have money on Ohio. It'd probably be a betting on Solich. Yeah. Oh, Frank Solich is a legend. Just a legend. Obviously, we've got Ohio winning the division, uh, and we'll talk more about who wins the MAC, all that kind of stuff later on. Uh, We appreciate you checking us out. Share out the show. Tell your Mac buddies about it. Let us know what you think. We'll see you guys the next go round. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.